A diamond has long been a symbol of commitment, love, and trust. Isn't it time the diamond industry showed us the same values behind the scenes? Clean Origin is leading the engagement ring industry toward a brighter future, designing elegant lab-grown diamond fine jewelry that never compromises our values. A brand that doesn't just talk the talk, but one that was founded to make a difference, to offer a more environmentally friendly, conflict-free, and price-accessible choice without any compromises on quality. Lab diamonds are grown in a lab using cutting-edge technology that replicates the process of natural diamonds. A lab-grown diamond is chemically, physically, and visually identical to a mined diamond without the adverse effects of traditional diamond mining. And for a price of up to 10 times less, we don't know why you'd choose anything else. You know, I'm a Sag. I'm always going to say bigger is better. And with these prices, three carats is the new one carat, baby. Go big. Honestly, five carats is the new three carats if you really want to go there. You all know that we know a thing or two about engagement rings. And these clean origin rings are simply stunning, classic designs, and for a fraction of the price. From the color of your metal to the center stone and setting, you'll be able to customize every aspect of this very important lifetime piece of jewelry. Whether you're looking for an engagement ring or tennis bracelet or diamond stud earrings, Clean Origin has beautiful diamond jewelry that you'll be wearing forever. You can use code What's Your Sign for $100 off all orders over $1,000. That's $100 off all orders over $1,000. Go to cleanorigin.com and use our code What's Your Sign at checkout for $100 off of your order of $1,000 or more. Use our promo code What's Your Sign, all spelled out. Check out Clean Origin today. Welcome to What's Your Sign. I'm Julia Loken. I'm Stevie Anderson. And I'm the little bat of this podcast. Uh, bat. I miss the bats. They were so cute. I want to hear about the bat chillerette. The bat batch report. <laughs> hot, hot coming in batch report. Thank you. Yeah, to all friends, to friends and family who follow. I'm a bachelorette. Lisa, you are sorely missed. Thank you for sending us fucking a fat stack of singles and cash we <laughs> had a lot of fun with that we took vids and pics and gave it to our two-step instructor dance in austin if you are not this is about to be some wrecks here too so i'm i'm ready to shout out some folks beth coffee from dance in austin at the white horse go get your two-step lesson i mean just iconic iconic moment uh julie was there. julie was there and can attest to we just had a very, not only just a fun time, but a very affirming, magical. There's something in the sacred waters of Austin, in their natural spring-fed 
pools. Like everyone was just soaring. It was a very soaring time. It was Callan, the Aquarius full moon. Yes. You know, we, I think we all released <laughs> something, some things, <laughs> namely our breasts. Um, we dumped them out. We, we dumped, dumped them out under the full moon. So we Barton howled. Springs I, on the full moon nights, I guess Austinites gather and howl at the full moon together and at the Barton Springs spring Fred pool, you know, iconic spot in Austin. And yeah, we just howled with a bunch of people and, uh, Austin doesn't have topless laws, I guess, or like it's loose in terms of having your titties out. So we dumped them out under the full moon and howled. I mean, that was, a, that was night one too. So it, that was, that kind of set the tone for the remainder of our days. We ripped what river tubed in the San Marcos river. It was just like, you know, and I will say as a tourist gal, I felt very affirmed, lots of community very loved. Everyone was really, I had a great group. Everyone was like very sweet. Like people who hadn't known each other. I don't know. It was just like, it, it was very clicked and connected and really, there's a lot of ease. And, uh, and I felt very honored to be complimented from people saying not only was a great bachelorette, but one of the best vacations they've ever, like, I got a lot of compliments just as, as an overall vacation. And I was like, okay, that is, I didn't know I wanted to hear that, but I do feel very complimented that Oh my God. Every food place was really good. I did. Re I researched quite, I researched quite a bit, but I did also leave room for like, Hey, if we can't make it to two stepping Thursday, they do it again Friday. So no work. Like I tried to make it very modular as best I could. So that way, if something was really fun or we wanted to keep going with that flow, we didn't have to be so beholden to like a bachelorette schedule. Cause I've been on bachelorettes where it's like, no bitch, you have to get up at five. We're getting on the bus. And then you go to go here and it's like, Whoa. That's a little rough for me. <laughs> I slept till like 10 and I never sleep till 10. I slept till like 10, like every day. I was like, yes, let's go. Uh, I love it. I'm so glad you had fun. It, it was good. so awesome. I'm sorry I missed it. Uh, well, we'll go back. I am now determined to split my time between Los Angeles and Austin. I really wanted to move there. You and Joe Rogan, like, huh? Oh, no. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Here's a, it's like, would we go on Rogan? Just to get yes. the eyes of viewers. Uh, Unfortunately, yes. I would say yes. Yeah, that was Unfortunately, yeah. I would say yeah. yes. Do I? Oh, I wouldn't hesitate. He says and does. No. Would I go no. on this podcast? Yes. Absolutely. No. I would if love to talk to Joe Rogan about astrology. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, truly. As, when I say lovers and haters in this podcast, I that's, mean it. Like, I do. That's I am him. fueled by the hater conversations. And I don't think he would necessarily be a hater. He wouldn't. He would be but, so into it. I bet he's it. into but that's it. What I, mean, I, Rob, like, I, I feel like he would love it. He would, it would, it would blow his mind. Mm -hmm. What's his yeah. sign? He's so Leo. Yeah, Leo. Of or course, he's a wet Leo. Yeah, I'm pretty say, sure like he has cancer. He placements i think he's a scorpio moon though i know i i know it's in indeterminate i don't think we had a rising sign i'm looking up i'm sure as we I'm all looking are it up uh, too. you know but oh, yeah joe joe and elon moon. really oh, libra me. oh that makes way more sense okay and this is okay so this one is saying wait is it libra oh moon my god libra sun this one also has his birthday on the 11th, which is when we were there for the full moon. Oh, my God. Well, it, you guys are friends with Joe Rogan. We're, conne oh no. we're connected. <laughs> I think we'd be great for that, too, because we would bust chops. Is this well, a dare? He, yeah. And this one also has Taurus rising. 
Okay. Oh, that tracks. That totally tracks. Which gives him that Aquarius midheaven. Yeah. So, you know, Joe Rogan and Elon Musk really convinced me to move to Austin. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All the coolest guys are moving there. So, you Look, know, we're just moving there get for in. tax purposes. I know. I really loved it. I did want to move there a decade ago. My ex, who I was moving with to LA at the time, well, we ended up at LA because he was like, no, I don't want to move there. And I went back and I was like, there was something I wanted out of here. I, I want to have a year here. I want, so, I do want a little more extended period of time here. Oh, and I, I'd be fucking a fool to not bring up friend of the pod, Stevie Aquarius, Stevie, who is one of our Patreon members. When I'm, I can't even, I could cry. I bachelorette fairy godmother was how she described herself. Gave us like picnic blanket and like beach towels, picked us up cooked me up with um, other fun extracurricular things that I can't mention legally speaking here on this <laughs> podcast. And just was like, just was so, I mean, I, I, I know parasocial internet relationships. I find them very real, but it's so cool when you meet in real life and you're like, Oh, you're cool. Like you're we're, and we're clicking here too. How awesome is that? So she was part of the, our bachelorette crew as well. That's so TV, fun. We love you truly like any, like one of the coolest people we love you, Stevie. And I got to go to her skate shop, No Comply, in Austin, Texas, and got to flirt with some skater boys. So that was also fun. And yeah, I just, I just was hooked. I just had, I mean, I'm sorry, a, a, a land of melted cheese is, is for me. You know, that's, that's a very easy, a lot of things align there and just very community oriented and just, I don't know, I get awesome. They're having a good time there and everyone. You know, there was a lot of talk of Californians moving to Austin and moving to Texas. And then anytime I would kind of be like, I'm thinking I might like try to come here more often in a more physically permanent way. Everyone's like, please do. We'd love your vote. And I was like, oh, OK, <laughs> like there wasn't much like Ugh, like that we see maybe with L.A. when we hear someone's like, I'm thinking of moving to L.A. or like, oh, no, like you're <laughs> thinking of another apartment. It was like, no, actually, we'd love your vote. We'd love to switch the policy and get on a different electrical grid. So please, please move here. And I was like, oh. So it was a great time flying high. And, you know, when we looked back at Leo season in our Leo season look ahead episode, that time it's it's hard when you know something's on the calendar because I didn't want to be like, and it's going to be a great time that week and that week only because it's my bachelorette and it better be. But it did seem I I, I felt like this square off we had from Mars and Saturn at this time, I'm just here to advocate Mars about passion. I know it can be about things that are dangerous and things that are hurtful, harmful, but I, I felt like that last tail end of Leo season has really been about what has been making people feel even like their pulse is still active. So I don't know. I, I, that's how I experienced the kind of tail end of Leo season was feeling a lot more people not want to like just kind of ruminate in muck, but actually just find things, even like us with like snorkeling and stuff, like just finding things that really wanted to get us interested in our lives. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know. That was the, the kind of theme I felt for this end of, of this Leo time. I think it's important to remember too, because as Mars is moving into Gemini and it's going to be there for a long time and we'll do a whole episode about that, but that is like, something that's going to be an area of focus in your life or in a, in a house for a long time. And I think passion is a good way to like, okay, like wh wherever that lies, first house, second house, whatever, like go with fire, go with passion, like 
Mm-hmm. Totally. Pursue it, pursue it actively and have it be a thing that you are like doing or to, like do do it, do it, the stuff of it. Cause I think thinking about it in an air sign, and like you said, we'll go, I don't want to go off into a Gemini. We'll have a whole app coming next week. We'll have the Mars and Gemini well, episode. I think think with this Leo season ending too. I mean, Leo, the heart thinking about literally getting your heart pumping and having that be square to Mars and Taurus energy. And that thinking of that being like, what would get your heart rate up is like doing a thing where you're kind of like that feels like exercise to me in a good way, in that way where it is about kind of pushing it and going further than it wants to go, which it wants to kind of stay steady and, and comfortable. And it's pushing it to a place where it's not comfortable, which actually kind of reminds you that you can stretch more, that you can go faster, that you can go a little bit longer than you think maybe is, is comfortable. And how do we kind of push over those limits? And then how does that then now take us into where we're, where we find ourselves today, which is looking at Virgo season ahead. And I think that the Mars, the Mars square in Virgo season is also very real. And and if we are to take from Leo season that the Mars square to sun, the Mars square energy is can actually be invigorating. I think that puts us in an exciting place for Virgo season. Again, not to say that it's all going to be nice because I don't think any season will ever be like that. But I do like contextualizing it that way, thinking of it being something that's like turning you on. Mm hmm. Oh, this is a gross segue. It's like, and I have to mention the children of Texas, <laughs> the, 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 I, I, they, the most helpful children and which felt very Leo season as well. Every child we encountered was extremely charming and extremely helpful. When we were tubing, there was a part where you could go down a fast rapid if you want to, which was so fun and invigorating. And anytime you got like stuck on the side, a kid would like grab your hand, and be like, ma'am, do you want to go down the second rapid? And I'm like, <laughs> yes, I do. And they'd like spin you off and send you on your way. And they were just these kids had souls that were just so old, but it was just so I don't know. It was just very charming to also invite such play. Like I was just thinking, like, man, if I did this as a kid every weekend, just what life anyways, the spirals of invigoration were very were very there. But yeah, oh, I yeah. think with Virgo, I mean, now we're moving from a lot of fixed square tension to mutable square tension, mm -hmm. which is a bit different. I think a lot of I just had some like sort of free association themes come up, which I felt like I'll just I'm going to read these to you guys because I was just like Please. looking at like like the big um, actually astrology.com has a really great kind of just calendar of like major ingresses and and aspects and all that. So. I like looking at that kind of zooming out, but here's some things I wrote down that just felt like popped up in terms of Virgo season, which is like honesty with grace, facts versus fictions, and boiling many well-maintained pots. <laughs> and I think too, because we're going to have a lot of action with this Gemini Mars, which we're going to hear about a lot because it's here for seven months with this Virgo action of two of, you know, Gemini wants to keep a lot of things social and fun. And Virgo wants to keep a lot of order. And I think that there is going to have to be a meeting of the middle be between like the lightheartedness and then the facts of the situation. That doesn't mean it has to be a bad time, but we need both there. And I think that's what squares remind us too, is like, it can't be all fun, fun and games, Gemini, no one's bothered here. And it can't be all, you know, sticking to the script or sticking to the earthly foundations of Virgo. It's going to have to be 
hopefully immutable mid- middle without shame of saying the things that we need, you know, in terms of fun things and of practical things. Like, I feel like it's a, there's a big ass there with a lot of the square offs we're having this com- coming Virgo season and Mercury retrograde, which we'll talk about. And Uranus retrograde too. Yeah, we're gonna and have, Uranus retrograde. We're going to have five planets and then Mercury also retrograde. And I think it's interesting because it's all of the outer planets are retrograde. Um, Uranus stations on, I have this written down on the 24th uh of of august right after the sun a couple days after the sun has moved into virgo virgo season begins on the 22nd of of august at uh 8 16 p.m here on the west coast so depending on where you are that might be the 23rd it might be the 22nd um yeah we get that uranus station retrograde at 18 degrees of Taurus, that juicy 18 degrees that we've seen coming up mm-hmm. uh, these past few months. And we're going to continue to see in this month as well. It's another one that is going to have some, um, I think, meaningful transits to it. And one to like, it's one to watch. Um, <laughs> 18 degrees. Yet. If you haven't heard of her, yeah. she's really out there. <laughs> she's a, she's the it girl of this season. Um, full moon is actually also at 18 in Pisces. Yeah, it's going to be, it's at 17 Pisces, but then it also is going to hit that, like it, right. It's not exactly, it's not exactly at the same one as the full moon, but then right after moments later, it sextiles that uh, 18 degrees Taurus. And then we also have a sun trine to it. We also end the season with a Venus trine. So it does this kind of the same thing that we saw during Leo season where it's really moving through with that i like again i kind of like this we open we open with a mercury trying to pluto at that 26 degrees another juicy one that we see repeated um and then closing of the season is that venus trying i'm mean, sorry sun sun trying to pluto so to me some of the things that i wrote down for this uh virgo season are kind of like processing and organizing which is obviously very virgo but thinking about kind of like I like this Mercury trying to Pluto at the beginning, this kind of idea of I want to I want to I want to renew this. I want this to be fixed or whatever. And then closing with the sun in Virgo trying to Pluto, feeling like this project is completed uh, to a certain extent or we have some different, more clarity, more. um, This is a place where we can shine a, a light, thinking something into action and then thinking to the same thing with this. We open with a Venus square. Venus in Leo square to that Uranus and Taurus at the beginning of the month, 826 or beginning of the season. I'm sorry. And then our final uh, major aspect at the end of Virgo season is Venus and Virgo trying to Uranus in Taurus. And so thinking of that kind of like tension and release, which just like anything can go either way. That could be, you know, someone accomplishes something awful and disruptive or transformative and regenerative. Um, but I do like those kind of like we are moving from square to trine in the earth realm and and getting some I don't know, it feels it feels powerful at the end of this. If you are taking note of having those, I think also having those outer planets retrograde to having it be like we're taking not not stopping, but thinking of that in the context of also Mercury retrograde, also getting ready for this Gemini Mars uh time that's going to be there for a long time where we're kind of having to do two things at once. Um, This feels very much like we're setting up what it is that the projects that we're going to be working on during that Mars, what are the two things that we're going to have to be kind of 
juggling and maintaining. And Virgo season feels like when we are going to be kind of figuring out what those things are and getting clear about that. I totally agree. I think also what Stevie said about like the pots boiling. Yeah. I feel like yeah. Virgo is such a great um, like cook in the kitchen where there's always when you're if you're really doing it, there's always a couple things going on in there, you know. And so I think that with Gemini being in Mars and Gemini and then Mercury also being a Virgo thing, I think definitely there's going to be a lot of mercurial energy. It's going to go retrograde. I already feel like I, I had a hard time like logging on today. Like I already feel the retrograde shadow stuff happening. And so I think communication is going to be really at the center of things, whether or not it's like, I don't know. Virgos have a very special way of communicating. So I'm looking forward to seeing what happens with the mercurial stuff. Mm -hmm. I think too, since Leo time is so the sun and heart centered, it can be a little solo focused or like a little more, I don't know, like Leo typically has their eyes on a, a prize and it's usually like a prize and it's one thing where since we do have so much slowing down astrologically coming for the rest of the year, this makes sense to that this Virgo time, even with the beginning phases of Mercury retrograde, which is a, a great time to return to old projects, see what has been working, take stock of what you have, what you don't have, what you need, like what are the, you know, or even with Virgo, like what tools do you need? Like, oh God, my, I, maybe I do need a, I'm so busy all day at work. Like maybe I do need to get Oh my God. What, what if this was like an ad plug delivery from who's sponsoring us this week? <laughs> you know, put, put it in here, but, but like, no, like what is, what do you need? Time, money, help, uh, a, a brainstorm. Like what, like you, we don't have to do this all alone. And I think this is a great time to call, especially with Gemini Mars is a great time to call on the, the people, the things, the places that do pique our interest and get, get our, get our gears turning. Cause it does, it, the astro of the end of the year, you know, before we get into eclipse season coming up in the fall does kind of take like a, I don't think it will be, life's never slow anymore, it seems, but there will be more of like a, a like return, I think, inward time. So I think this is a great time to put out new stuff in order then we can maybe collect more things by the, by the year's end. And then when we come back into 2023, when Mars stations direct again, and we'll again, get into that in next week's episode. I yes. also think with Mercury going retrograde and I just think this is kind of like our last, sorry, setup for the end of the year. And mm -hmm. when I see that Mercury retrograde in Libra, I'm like, I saw that when we did our year ahead and I was like, oh, that's forever away. And it's been a minute. Like mm -hmm. I turned around and it's here. So mm -hmm. I think it's a good time to like, like you said, get your stock, get your stuff in order, chop your veggies, do your mise en place. Like it's time to set up for this is September. We're going to back to school. Soon. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Get your, well, get your mirepoix is very, like, <laughs> very Virgo. It's like, yeah, maybe you need to chop everything Sunday night. I know it's so yeah, boring, but if it, it helps you have more fun on Wednesday, that's the goal. Like that's what we're trying to do here. It's not to have you. So you have a boring Sunday night. It's so you can have a more, especially because again, this is a Libra Mercury time. It's been very, I thought the social would maybe, at least for my, me personally, would die down. I'm like, nope, there's mm -hmm. even more weddings and even more birthdays and like fun shit. And 
also saying yes to, you know, things that maybe we wouldn't normally do. Cause again, it's Gemini Mars. Like people, people are out here trying to do shit. Mercury moves into Libra on the 25th of, of August. It will be in its shadow period. I mean, it is currently, um, and that station retrograde happens on the 9th of September. It will be retrograde until October 2nd. Um, so for most of Virgo season, we're like in the, in the throes of it. I also like, this is getting a little bit ahead of myself, but I think just thinking of this as not necessarily a light at the end of the tunnel, but thinking of a way of like book ending Virgo season where when we go, when Libra season starts, it starts with an exact like sun Mercury conjunction. And I feel like at that, like zero degrees of Libra, which feels to me very much like this is when the new, that's like Q4 starting, like we're all on the same page of what we're starting Q4 on and thinking of like, I don't even like thinking in those, like, (laughs) I don't normally think that way, but that's very much how I'm like, yeah, we got to like break down our time into Q- more manageable Q's are real. Q's are real. And this one I think is not very like much Q going to, by yeah. the way. Well, I mean, I think they are real, but Q- quarters are real. <laughs> quarters, quarters. Wait, exist. you're not into Q? Uh, <laughs> the storm is coming Q4. Um, <laughs> so be ready. Bat Breaking down. news. No. W-Y-S is Q. Can you, can you imagine? Actually, cute. we said cute. Yeah. Cute. Yes. <laughs> cute. cute. No, sorry. I'm cute. Um, but so I think thinking of it being, I love this like meal prep and that because I think one of the things that we are coming from Leo season in is kind of how sacred that celebratory time is and being together and having fun and taking a break. And so having both that experience and knowing that we are headed into year's end and it's time to be like planning thing. It feels very true Virgo season harvesting and thinking of like, you know, what's, what's pulling us is still like the warmth and end of, of summer, but we know that winter is coming also and thinking of how do we maintain as much, how do we protect our, our sun time, our outside time, our, friend party social time and wanting our systems to support that as much as it also supports whatever else it is that we're trying to do. And now we're coming in going, oh, I actually need to have a vacation every every quarter or whatever because I feel so renewed from that just as much as I feel renewed from my daily exercise habit that is also like maybe not as fun, but I know, you know what I mean? It's those things where it's like, we have to be able to prioritize and take care of our social selves. And I think, again, that's that like mutable, what are all the pots you have going and how do you watch them and how do we time them properly? I really like that image. I think also what's interesting is because I'm an old person, old married lady now. And we like, when we hosted the Chatterbox, people have been coming out more because their kids are in school and they don't have to like be there watching them or whatever all the time they have Mm -hmm. more time to themselves and I swim and this is like the best time of year because the kids are out like the pool is kind of empty but it's still open and still really warm out um but it's like it makes me feel kind of sad when I get there and there's not a ton of people there's not a ton of activity you know so Mm. I think it is one of those things where it's like oh yeah like summer's ending I don't know what 
I don't know what it is, but it's like something. And I guess maybe it's a Leo like heart thing of like, oh, well, yeah, it's Virgo season. Like it's time to move. Put the the children away. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's that's when everybody's kind of like as much as as much as it's overcrowded and overpopular. It is everyone's on vacation time. Kind of. I know not everyone is. I know people are still working. We're still working. like generally speaking but but the energy is what we're all focused on is that that it is like it's time when people are vacationing and I think coming into this next point it's very much back to back to school back to work thinking about getting ready for the holidays which is the next kind of like vacationy time but that to me is much more stressful and much more like vacation is when you're like not doing anything holidays is when we're having to go to even more people's you know, go to social obligations, get presents, do do the organizing and thinking and the money spending that I think that I know you do still do during vacation season, but not the same way. I don't know. So end of summer is sad. It's also that like yeah. it's about to get cold. This is the we're going in the thing. Summer will come again, but it's going to be it feels like the longest time. Away from summer, it's also the best time, like at the beach it's still warm the water's in here in california where it's normally really cold it's like oh we can actually like go swim and it's still whatever but it is less crowded so it is like in a good way i love it but it's also yeah it feels like something's over Mm -hmm. well and it's it's interesting too now thinking of the summerness of it all right with you know kind of starting off with like Gemini season and everyone's excited and chatty and then cancers is time when you might be able to see family again for the first time in a while because it is you have a break and then hopefully Leo season you're just enjoying yourself in the sun and then just makes me think of my Virgo mom being like please don't invite anybody over (laughs) like actually please (laughs) we have like we really got to get ready for Q4 and I can't get by any more Capri Sun like it's you guys should you it's time to go back Mm-hmm. It's like that week when you have to start waking up early again because you've been watching TV all day and whatever. You like actually got to start mm-hmm. getting trained. <laughs> totally. And but even and this is a, a thing I always strive for coming back to my batch, which I love when I can hit this. It was just enough that made me in, like excited and inspired and wanting to do it again, but not enough where I was like, I'm ready to go home. Like it was, it was that nice. It feels like summer camp or something like, I don't want it to end. It's like, but it must. And isn't it going to be so sweet when you get to hit this again next time? Let's, let's sow our oats and get our shit. And I'm just thinking back to this Gemini Mars. I just can't believe we're going to have mutability squaring off. I just feel like we've been in such fixed, a fixed funk for so long to think of the mutables getting some action is just wild to me. It, it, I can't kind of be comprehended because it's just been so long. I'm with so stuff. excited. It's me like too. so nice for it to not be. Well, also, because I mean, we'll still get some so stuff. Don't get stuff me wrong. Where I'm like, whatever. But 100% it'll be good. I think I, fixed yeah. mutable is awesome. I mean, square mutable is awesome because it's you're yeah, you're squaring, but you're able to see all sides of things. You're like mutable. It feels almost like turns or something like when they square where it's not the same fixed square feels very like this. These are butting heads. Mutables feel like debate and turn and going like, okay, well, what if we did it from this angle then? And what if we did it from this angle? And so we're just getting like the wheel, the wheel spinning. And I feel like that as a wonderful image too of like, okay, we're just getting things turning and moving so we can make progress and make change. This is that, this is the kid pushing you down the river to go on the thing where it's like, do you want to go? Okay, cool. We're go like, you're going. 
and now you spin around and see where you land and then you get your bearings and go from there. But it is time to spin some things, to make some changes, to have some things that are fixed. Obviously, again, thinking of, oh, I need heart time. I need we need warmth and community and and fun and these sorts of things. So how do we also do that? Like, how do we make changes around that? How do we make changes around other things? I think the the uh, passing of our United States uh, like climate change bill uh, is also going to be something that will be in the background of this because we have a lot of earth sign. We have a lot of that trine energy. And so I think maybe seeing some, I don't think, obviously we're not going to see like climate change <laughs> fixed or whatever, but having, we might start to see some things be implemented because of that, whether that's like tax credits or whatever, I have not read what is, what all is in this bill, but yeah. Other countries are, are coming to, to step up with climate stuff too. Yeah. So that it'll be a thing where, and I think that's that Gemini Mars again, like matching that thing like mm -hmm. I put this out there you put this out there like let's do this I'm gonna do this like I I do think that we can make strides in that department <laughs> obviously we're not gonna like fix the yeah. you know we're still a Texas-sized garbage patch in the middle of the Pacific but we're doing our best yeah oh when I saw those low low gas prices in Texas I was like yeah oil is really here for a minute <laughs> like <sighs> they just wait until you get your car registered <laughs> $25. Whoa. In tax. Mm -hmm. Damn. Yeah. Damn. But yeah, I don't know. Virgo season. Maybe it is because it's the Mercury retrograde and a lot of other retrograde action of it all feels so like, I don't know, stick to your stick to your shit and let unfold. And I think too, with the Mercury retrograde, especially with it starting out in Libra and retrograding back into Virgo, it feels you know, with Libra can end up being the per the person that makes the call or the mediator or that that person people turn to for insight. And I think knowing where you do want to be that person, where you don't want to be that person, who what responsibility is yours, what responsibility is others, and finding that very Libra and Virgo diplomatic, like sweet, sweet medicine of like, that's not my job, by the way. Or I can do that job, but I would need the compensation for that or the the this for that it's I don't know I think facts and giving it to someone straight and maybe this is also another time to remind people especially with Gemini Mars like don't read my text as anything but the fact of what I'm texting you there's no tone here I that there's no tone like it's so easy to project what you think someone's feeling in their words especially if you're not hearing their tone or in inclination so I think to give everyone giving themselves some grace of how we're even communicating. And maybe some things are better for a phone call. Maybe some things are better for an email. Maybe some things are better for actually meeting up on video or face-to-face. -face. I also, especially with Mercury going retrograde, that of course tracks, like we are going to have communication. It's, it's going to be on the mind, whether it's good, bad, ugly, whatever. I also think like I've made an effort to, in my life, if like make tone, give a tone, tell them you're, mm -hmm. you like, like do emojis or whatever. It can be positive tone. Like we can try instead of saying the know, feeling sending a weird, yeah. Sending a weird thing. That's like, whatever, have a little like squiggly mouth guy emoji. Yeah. That's like, Oh, mm -hmm. sorry. You have to uh, thank you or whatever. 
just not gonna lie this was disappointing not actually this has hurt my feelings movie like that doesn't end the world (laughs) or it hopefully shouldn't but this is making me think too because we have so much mercury energy as we discussed before anxiety Mm -hmm. is that absolutely absolutely uh can be a present figure and you know not to just speak to those you know with diagnosed anxiety disorders but just you know that paranoia or that that nervous systemy stuff that we see with mercury could feel heightened so i think too obviously the news can make people feel horrible most of the time so you know check in and check out where where you must and if the astro is stressing you out too well it will always be here so you can turn away or come back one thing i love about gemini is that it's like it is like an anxious sometimes but it's also the lungs and i feel like that's how we get ourselves out of anxiety a lot is through breathing work and like you know getting the air in or just like holding four seconds in hold four seconds out and it's both things exist together like yes we might be anxious but also like breathe you have mm-hmm. whatever you have to do get upside down if you have to yes i like that because it's also like you're breathing when you're thinking about it and you're breathing when you're not thinking about it too totally. and that idea yeah. of like things are happening with that i like that as like an anxiety um reducer and also the idea of like part of what we are figuring out is how to also be like doing two things at once, but also when we sink into the idea that like, we're always doing two things at once, we're, we're thinking about it, but you're also not thinking about it. You're conscious you can be conscious and, and leverage something. And also there are things happening that you're not like that you're not in control of. And it's not your job to do that. It's your job to be doing what's in front of you and trusting that thing too. So again, not to sit, not to minimize people's actual diagnosed anxiety or, or any, the feeling of being anxious. But I think that knowing that that is also part of what we are navigating and helping use that to determine like how to organize ourselves based on that too. Um, and knowing that part of that is always present, whether we're feeling it or not, just sometimes we're conscious of it. That make and sense? also for sure mm-hmm. also if you have an anxiety disorder like don't just try to breathe it out yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> seek help for sure we we support therapy we support help yeah well virgo well, season yeah i mean like we say every time we'll see we'll see yeah. how that there's nothing to, you know i'm sure i'm sure the doom astrologers will find something extremely doomy to doom about but there's action with standard virgo season stuff yeah there's action with uranus we might see a few shakeups but hopefully they're good ones the beginning of virgo season seems a little more bumpy than the end and of course it's mercury retrograde throughout i will say like the hot button day that is pretty interesting that i that i'm I'm curious about is this coming august 26 with venus and leo square uranus and taurus on the same day as the sun and virgo square mars and gemini just feels like maybe if there has been a do convo or a do something, uh, it might happen. <laughs> like it could possibly just be like, I do think of like the square as like a pimple pop, right? Like it's hitting you from 90 degrees, hitting on that pimple. And it's like, yeah, there might be some tension release, whether it's yeah. things you got to say or didn't get to say, but. It feels very 
first day of school to me of that, like, okay, today's the day you actually have to go, you get the thing, you get all of the syllabuses and you know what's coming for you. And you also have to like, there's kind of not anything you can do day one, except for be like, oh, here's what we're about to do like this year. What this is what's, what's on the agenda. Fresh mm-hmm. hell this year in LA, they made the first day of school on a Monday. Yeah. And that, come on, that's horrible for everybody. Who wants that? We all want a half week at first. We all want to start off with a little, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Come on, parents, everybody. I'm like, well, I'm like, what day does school start anymore? Like, I feel like it's changed so much since it started we were, on Monday this year. I remember when it used to, I remember when it used to start in September. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not anymore. Then it gets earlier and earlier. Well, well, back to school. Get your shit, get your tools, make your mirror pull. <laughs> I think it's interesting because there's not, I mean, there's like, obviously there's moon transits. There always are. And those only, I didn't write any of those down because they last for a couple hours. And while they can be, you know, tumultuous for you on an individual level, it's not like the major thing, but I like that there's like a few days always in between a major transit, the same way that like, when you are starting something new, when you are making changes, you're going to hit those blocks and then you're gonna have to deal with that for a few days and then you're gonna hit a new kind of thing and go like oh okay actually this is working I like that I can see where now this system is in place and it solved something but before we're getting to a thing where we go like oh I thought I was gonna have to this just feels I can't and I can't help it with Virgo season always just those like home improvement project kinds of things where you know you get the you get the first you have the demo day and that's very square to me of the like we are knocking things down and then we start the building and at first it kind of seems like nothing but then there's always a thing that comes up where they go actually this pipe can't be moved so we're gonna have to like gut this, this thing load too. bearing beam yet yeah. again yeah it can't be every time like, this conversation is i'm panicking right now are we Why? have like problems in our apartment and i'm like scared to tell them because i'm afraid we'll have to leave for a long time for them to fix it and um but maybe we'll do that this that might be a good like maybe it's the time yeah to to go somewhere peaceful and it seems like foundational issues like it's like a problem well and hopefully Um, they pay for it that's what i'm thinking i mean i don't know who knows they're so everyone's so horrible the tenants (laughs) like Mm -hmm. i know i my future sister-in-law works for the la tenants uh people so i can okay Cool. Let me know if, if anyone ever has an LA tenants question. I text her quite often for other people. So, and she usually, she usually just knows like, nah, that's going to be a no or like, yes, actually. And here's the n- number you should call. I'm just hearing this of like, oh, I finally need to unpack my new home that I'm still living in boxes. And I think that'll be my, my Virgo season. That's yeah. Good. You unpack, you get things yeah. there, but then it also becomes more of a mess for a moment before that's because what it now is. everything that's was what in a is. container that you were keeping contained like this. And then you go, Oh, it means I'm going to have to like walk exploded over cardboard boxes. And yep. and then you're going to go, Oh, I actually have to go buy a container for this. So now what was supposed to be a thing that relieved you of stress has added another project to you. But once you get that project done, then we're just putting everything away in boxes. And then it's, you know what I mean? It's that like, I'm, I'm thinking the same way too, of literal home organization. And also like, you got to, make a schedule for you. This is happening for me in my 12th house and this kind of subconscious mental space of, of being like, yeah, if you're not clearing that and making sure that that's taken care of, that's adding, you can see the physical remnants of your lack of 
organization also and gonna communication. Have wedding stuff coming in. Yeah, that you don't can't even, wait to plan this all during Mercury retrograde. Yeah, be you well, real cute. Space and if you're doing a wedding, you're probably going to run into a Mercury retrograde. Like 100%. there's no, you know, there's mm-hmm. no way around unless you're doing it really fast. But that's it. I think I need a wipe and write board. I'm you, gotta you get. I need to. it. It's you're gonna have so much stuff that also comes. People send stuff that you don't want, like gifts that you didn't ask for and stuff that you didn't expect and don't have a place for. And so, yeah, get the stuff unpacked because you're gonna have more boxes coming soon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. I know. And then we kept being like, we need a new place when we moved in, and now it's like enough time has passed. We're like, we should wait for the registry. Registry, like, of course. It's like, oh, just it. It's so compartmentalizing now. Someone will send it to you this week. Start like put it up right now. Someone will send it like people start sending it so early. Just go ahead. All right. Fuck. I have a lot to do, but it's okay because I'm going (laughs) to do there was it's actually it was the actor. This is such a Virgo Gemini Marzi reshare. It's who's the actor in search party? Meredith Hagner, the -hmm. blonde girl. She was like, I'd follow her. I think she's so cute. And she's married to my crush. Uh, Wyatt Russell, but she was like posting about like, what do you do when you feel like you have so much to do? Like, what do you do? And then she reposted some motivational speaker and I don't know who it is, but if you know it, and it was like, you have to think of the things in life as balls that you're juggling and some are plastic and can bounce and some are crystal and can break. So deal with the crystal ones that are about to break and the plastic ones will bounce and you'll get to it. And it's like, right. What is about to pop? Because it's for totally. me, it's so easy to start organizing my pens and yeah. being like, well, that's on my to do list. And it's like, but honey, that's like the pens yeah, will the be least fine. important. Yeah, it's literally the least important thing you can work on. You'll get there. But it's it's like I like the pens and it's a distraction from doing the thing that's, that's been hard. My, that's scary. My mantra that's... this whole year. That's like, oh, the thing that requires hard work. Right. That thing. So hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been going to my hard Pilates instructor too. Cause I usually pick like the easy teachers and I'm like, no, I want to sweat. I want to hurt the next day. I'm going to go to the hard lady. Sucks. I think that I'm doing I it. I think the best part about leveling up in those like extracurricular for lack of better word spaces, like your exercise class or your friendships or whatever, mm-hmm. it, it may, it puts you at such a higher bar in other parts in your life where you're like, I'm going to be excellent at work too, because I have mm-hmm. like been doing apex level shit. You do ride the but, wave. You ride that wave. wave. Okay. Surf's up. Okay. Challenged. Okay. Virgo season challenge, level up your shit and get your shit together. I mean, it's so Virgo at the, the, in the very literal, get your shit together. Yeah, totally. So cool. Let's do it. Guess I'll do that. <laughs> yeah. Well, and be, yeah, be gracious with yourself and be like mindful. I think always with these things where it's like, yeah, it always makes sense that these things happen or that you've let it get to this point or whatever. Like, and the only thing that's important is to move forward and, and go from here. I think that a lot of times what keeps us from like getting our shit together, certainly for myself, I can say is like the shame around getting to the point where you need to get your shit together. But I think these are all Virgo season is a reminder that it's like, no, this is always a thing that we're doing. We're like eating and digesting every day. Every time you eat, there is never a time when something doesn't have to be like processed and, and refined and 
repurposed or whatever. So these are, it's the season. That's why we have the mercury retrogrades. That's why we have the mutable signs. All of these things is like to get this going. So just keep it, be, be here to get your shit together, knowing that that is like uh, scheduled too, to lose, to lose your shit and get it back together. Oh my God. Now I want the second monitor that they have for laptop screens that have been advertised to on Instagram, but I got it also, but again, with that Uranus earthy money check, but do I find the cheaper version? Okay. Sorry. Just thinking things, just thinking of things out loud. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this podcast will be great when I'm living out of my car. Cause I can't, get out of my apartment. <laughs> um, I can't, I can't wait to see what happens. Hopefully it's not that. Yeah. Absolutely I hope they take that. care of you. And if not, we will find we'll, we'll get see. it out. also we'll move if we have to but it's just yeah yeah well well tune in next time to, time to find guys. out what happens yeah. to lisa's yeah. home we're gonna be and dealing also, with stuff we'll have a mars mars retro, excuse me not mars retrograde that will be its own episode but we'll have mars and gemini episode next week we will have the mercury retrograde a standalone episode too and of course, you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash what's your sign podcast to get the new moon and full moon episodes. So don't miss a beat. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to What's Your Sign. Please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love this podcast, please support us. Check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash what's your sign podcast. The link to support us is in the show notes. Follow us on Instagram at What's Your Sign Podcast, on Twitter at What's YR Sign underscore pod, and TikTok at What's Your Sign Podcast. For business opportunities, advertising, or commission readings, email us What's Your Sign Podcast at gmail.com. WIS is produced by Julia Logan, Stevie Anderson, and Lisa Chenu. Artwork by Alexa Vicious and theme song by Honor Nezzo.